This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast, episode 139. I'm one of your hosts, Breezy. And I'm your other host, Ray Ray. Back home from my trip to Nashville, rocking a new shirt I got, Ray's on country. It's a Wrangler Wrangler shirt. I feel like that's very um, appropriate. I mean, do you feel like a different person when you wear something that's Wrangler? Yeah. I have Wrangler socks for like boots, you know, and I'm like, I got my Wranglers on. <laughs> exactly. Like I feel yeah. more badass. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can do anything. You can conquer the world. Yeah. Especially yeah. in my cowboy boots and my brand new white country cowboy hat by Brad Paisley's brand. It Whoa. is a hundred percent wool. It is a real deal cowboy hat and it is beautiful and wow. i love it i saw i saw the picture i was like hey, look at that looking sharp <laughs> oh yeah it I was a whole look I said, did i say you are i said you are music city yes you did i, I said yeah i encompassed it and then some i had on the most sequined gown on the block gold with white fringe cowboy boots fringe all the way down the side uh, and my white cowboy hat. Uh, you couldn't miss me, guys. You couldn't miss me. It was all for an event that I was emceeing. So it was all relative and, and appropriate. But it was a great time. Yeah. You, you should have been like hosting the Grand Ball Opry that night or something. I should like, have. For real. Because our With girl Lainey. Lainey was playing. And I did not get <sighs> to see her. But that's okay. And she was good. She looked good. She sounded good. But we can't talk about Lainey again. Because I know. we went on like a... 50 hour rant last time. <laughs> I know. But I did get to go. If you listened last week, I did go to the Preds game, my first ever Preds game at Bridgestone Arena, uh, where mm-hmm. they played the Coyotes. And unfortunately, the Preds lost. But I will talk about my game experience uh, at the end of the episode. So in case you don't care about that, uh, we'll save that for the end. But yeah. I'm excited. I'm wearing my Preds hat. Also, they're playing today. So I got to represent. Yeah, it was uh it was a great time. I had a great time in Nashville. But a lot happened in the last week. Um starting yeah. with what just occurred on Saturday night. It was the stadium series with the Carolina Hurricanes who played the Washington Capitals and mm-hmm. I mean they swept them 4 to 1. The Canes. Yeah. That was it was a good game. I was able to watch a lot of it. And damn, like that place was hyped up. 56,000 oh, yeah. people, almost what, 57,000 people were there. And it was cold. It was like 43 degrees or something like that. <laughs> That's cold. I, for... of, I had flashbacks from last year's stadium series in Nashville because it was cold. Like I'm not used to that kind of cold. And my feet were frozen. 
and I but it I think it was like 23 degrees yeah it I was, think it, it was a lot colder yeah I think it was colder for you yeah that's still but cold still, but still that's a lot of people out there and they were they were hyped yeah I mean that's you know football country there that's the, they played at the arena home of NC State and there was tailgating I got some fun facts for you that was um the Canes first win ever in an outdoor game and mm-hmm. Carolina became the 28th team to play an outdoor game here's the four teams that have yet to play in an outdoor game the Arizona Coyotes the Seattle Kraken except that's changing next year right mm-hmm. oh no wait wait are they hosting the all-star game or are they doing an outdoor game they're doing the outdoor game the all-star game will be in Toronto thank you the all-star I... game will be the Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights the outdoor game or the all-star game I mean, I mean sorry the outdoor game oh my god here we go it's gonna be one here of those guys <laughs> oh no not again it's gonna be who the Kraken and who San Jose the Kraken and the, the Knights the Knights thank you yeah all over the place guys okay so (laughs) Seattle will be checked off this list next year uh the Columbus Blue Jackets are the other team along with the Florida Panthers who have not played in an outdoor game and I feel like Columbus has such a great opportunity to do that at like Ohio State and like really fill that barn I don't know how many people it seats but I think it seats more than 56,000 um home of the Buckeyes I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure Buckeye fans are screaming at me through the through their speaker right I'm now because sure. they're very serious about their football there. Um, but I think that would be really cool. That would be cool. That and like if the Panthers cool. could play uh where it would be cool if they played at Marlin the Marlins Stadium. That would the be Florida cool. Marlins Stadium, that brand new stadium that has like mm-hmm. all this stuff in it, and then it would also be cool if they played out where the uh, the Dolphins play and the U play. But those are some yeah. cool venues. But I wonder why they haven't. Well, probably ice way. temperatures for sure in oh you're in Florida. right. But yeah, the others I have not. Well, all ice temperatures in Arizona too. But if you were to go north or do like i mean if the kings can do go play their what do they call it it's not frozen fury again it's whatever took the place over that they go up mm-hmm. into um utah yeah i mean arizona go up to utah that'd be cool uh, could you imagine playing like at lake powell that would be cool that would be that would be pond hockey but that would still be really cool <laughs> i know but that's Plus the it problem really over but yeah, the league is like tried to figure out how to do pond, like do a game on a pond, but the problem is yeah. the ice and yeah. like not knowing like it's you can't plan for it and that's too much yeah. money. But anyway, those were some fun facts I had for you. Uh also there was no Ovechkin uh for the Capitals playing. Uh he's still mm-hmm. dealing with the death of his father, Mikhail. Our condolences to Ovi and the team and the players who are mourning the loss of his father, of Ovechkin's father. Uh what did you think of the walk-in like pregame outfits that the teams did? Um, I thought that the golf tire was funny. Yeah, for um, the canes. It was definitely funny, but the Washington Capitals looked sharp. 
they looked so good i was like okay i see you i see you they embraced that like varsity blues letterman jackets situation those jackets are sick they are i mean their jerseys were sick like yeah just the whole thing was so cool yeah it was cool i thought i feel like we've had some better pregame like walk-in outfits that were more I don't know, funny or unique, but I mean, I appreciate what, I mean, I liked them. I liked them. I I thought it was good, but I just felt like it was not as cool or funny as it could have been. Not, not, not not that I have any other better ideas, but no, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Now I feel like the teams have gone very, cause what for the, the new year's game, they wore the old the Bruins wore the the Boston baseball uniform because it was at Fenway. What did the other team wear? Did they also wear baseball uniforms? They both did, right? Um no. What did they wear? I don't remember. I should I should either way. There's been a little bit of like going with the theme of where they're at, which I get, but did you see Brent Burns in his golf attire with his camo backpack? With like it's all like, it, it worked for him. It really did work for him with his little like Yeti. That Yeti must be like glued to his hand. Apparently, it's always there. Yeah. Apparently he travels with the most luggage and stuff. He travels with his own coffee maker and grinder. And like he's like very serious about his coffee. And then he brings like his knife with him. And then any kind of potential gear to do outdoor adventures, depending on where they're at. He packs like multiple bags for the road trips which i thought was really pretty funny but i love it he's he just like owns it he's just such a character because we don't really have very many people that are like brent burns so yeah he's probably bringing his own like beef jerky and oh yeah i forget who they interviewed they were interviewing somebody that they put on social about burns and his gear and like packing all his stuff and his bag is like stuffed Full. he's like wow. it's like a one day trip. where what are you what are you doing <laughs> who knows who knows it's pretty funny um yeah. any oh um the bat dog for i think it's the durham bulls the baseball team right that's bat dog <laughs> that dropped the puck i'm not sure god I guys so he was out there like we high did not... five and every, all the players yeah and he did the puck puck pup 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 hold on pup puck drop yes there we go pup 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 nailed uh, it it was awesome it was yeah because no one i mean you see like military dogs dropping pucks sometimes on like military nights and um but the the bat dog just giving the high fives to the players in mm-hmm. so cool i love yeah. it yeah, but the Capitals were missing their glue for sure with Ovi. Um, yeah. And, and not having him around the last couple games, too. And then uh, one of their defensemen, too, is out. So they're having a rough time right now. They are having a rough time. Uh, hopefully that turns around for them. And again, sorry to Ovi, but um, he was definitely missed. Yeah. Definitely missed. Yeah. Um, Oh, by the way, we forgot to tell you guys, we're doing a secret word this episode and we've already used it once. Um, So 
see if you could figure out what the secret word is that we have to try to use as many times as possible in this episode. And it won't be a curse word. I promise. No, no, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Okay. Anything else on the stadium series game? Um, I really liked Jake Owen's performance. He's just like a solid guy. Like you don't hear from him a lot, but like he just has solid songs on the radio and like he just sounds good. And like anytime he's playing, I feel like it just makes you happy. And he just looked really happy on stage and the fans looked like they were into it. And it was cool. Yes, it was. I was making dinner when when he was playing and I was like, I stopped cutting my green beans and I was like, I have to watch this. (laughs) Oh, yeah anything yeah. country and and yes especially yeah. jake owen yeah uh, i think that's it on on the stadium series okay i woke up just as confused as several of the players on the toronto maple leafs yesterday when i was scrolling instagram and there was this like random picture of ryan o'reilly in toronto and like getting fitted for a helmet and i was like why are the leafs Wait, that's when you found out yeah oh i was like what's happening here i don't know i thought i don't know i will deal with this later i have not had my full cup of coffee yet and then i saw more pictures and then i saw ryan riley in a jersey and i'm going what the hell is going on here started to look and i went back and looked at my espn notifications it came in in the middle of the night here. It happens like late, super sneak attack. Like all of a sudden the blues just offload Ryan O'Reilly uh, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm like, what is, ha- wh- where, why aren't more people posting about this? I was, they did it like during the uh, stadium series, like all the kerfluffle about everything else was going on that it just flew under the radar for me at least. And for even one of his teammates, new teammates, who like walked into the arena and was looking at the lines and was like, what happened to our lines? And like had no clue because he doesn't use social media. He's like, I don't even know what's going on. You know, it's pretty funny. Yeah, that is funny. Um, Really interesting because the Maple Leafs have, we all know how the Maple Leafs are, right? Yeah, they're stacked. They have a ton of talent. Ton of talent. And then they didn't want to be, I've read somewhere that they didn't want to be buyers or sellers, but then like, and they didn't want to give up any draft picks for like rentals, but they did that. But they did, <laughs> but they did that. Um, but I think Ryan O'Reilly, I mean, he, first of all, I don't know if you've seen the, you have seen the pictures. He well, yeah. just looks so happy to be there. He just has a great smile. Um, I think he's going to be the glue to the puzzle pieces for the Maple Leafs. I think he's got that, old school style the work ethic like he's good to just fit in and play and obviously he played really well his first game he had a crazy good assist he ended up getting the old wrestling belt in the locker room um so I think that was a really good move for the Leafs but they gotta figure out what they're gonna do because it kind of sucks for Ryan O'Reilly because is he just a rental or is he gonna stay and someone else is gonna go um but along that, Patrick Kane has to be going through the ringer because those were the two teams, the Rangers and the Leafs, that he was willing to go to. And then the Rangers sign Tarasenko, the Leafs now sign Ryan O'Reilly. The Blues are just 
going rapid fire at this point. I mean, are they hoping that Kane's going to maybe change his mind and want to come to the Blues? I know that's no not going to be the case, but uh, Kane's being shafted. However, Ryan O'Reilly looks real good in that blue sweater, and I'm I'm living for it. I'm, I'm like waiting for the game to come on tonight. It's Sunday. There, he's playing again tonight. Um, I got to watch it. I got it. It's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to comment on Kane. I've already said no, what I had to say Kane. yesterday or yeah. last week, but yeah, I mean, the blues are for sale. They're selling like yeah. coach was like, chief was like, yeah, we're selling. Um, I mean, it started with Tarasenko O'Reilly and I don't know how to say this guy's name. Achiari. Asia, a- 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 you know, I'm not sure, but I also think he that went the to blues the when they Leafs. traded for, they didn't trade when they didn't sign David Perron, that's when I feel like the downfall of the blues started to come. And then when you start trading these big guys that are huge, huge things in the locker room, I believe that they won a cup. They had a great thing, but I think that Jordan Bennington is probably uh, having a huge reason for a lot of these people maybe being unhappy uh, in the blues locker room. I think everyone will probably agree with that. Yeah, I'm I'm losing some appreciation for Benner. I mean, back the year they won, I mean, he was, you know, kind of spectacular and the way he was delivering yeah. his his post-game and pre-game commentary and he was backing it up with what he was doing on the ice. And I think mm-hmm. some of the antics have gotten a little out of control as we've seen and we've talked about a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. the Blues are in for a tough couple of years now, but they've got like they've already made the clear decision that they're re- they're starting to bring in new talent. I mean, they've got first round draft pick from one or two draft picks from um wait, I pulled it up because I wanted to make sure I got the trade acquisition stuff they right. They definitely have the the first round. They have one first those... round, I think. Yes. Third? So it's they get first ter- and third? Toronto's first round pick in 23, Ottawa's third round pick in 23, and Toronto's second round pick in 24. This was a three-way deal with Minnesota. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to look at the salary cap hit because I was intrigued because I thought Riley had a lot of money. So St. Louis is keeping retaining half of his salary. They still have to pay 3.75, which sucks for them. That's a that's not great. Um mm-hmm. Minnesota is getting the other 50% at 3.75. And then the Leafs take a cap hit for, for from O'Reilly at 1.875. So that's like nothing for the Leafs if yeah. they have it. I mean, I didn't get to look into the Leafs salary cap stuff. Plus, like, that's like not what we do. But I was just curious mm-hmm. um, if they could afford him long term. But also, I don't know how you do that. I, I, I just feel like it's too much talent there. Like, it's is that is it possible to have too much talent in Toronto? Well, I mean, you got to look at what I, I mean, I thought that the same thing happened with the, uh, the Golden Knights. Yeah. And somehow, somehow they work. I don't, I don't know. This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by... NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN, that's THPN, for the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is, you know, all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. That's why, I mean, I don't even participate in New Year's resolutions because they end up just fading away. And I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can actually make the biggest impact in the same way that you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. I mean, even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Like I use mine when I do my meditation, which is something I've started doing again in the new year. And it's great. It cancels out all the noise. And whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycons got you covered. And yep, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare because, you know, we lose things and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. One of the things I love about my Raycons are the noise isolation feature. That's super important uh, in a house with lots of animals and action happening. And then also the crystal clear call quality when I am on conference calls and when I record the podcast is awesome. I can hear breezy perfectly. And they're water and sweat resistant, which is super important when it starts to get warm or if you're doing a workout. Um, Gotta love that. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Spinner a little bit really quick. Oh, go ahead. So remember when he came in as like a rookie and like he had like this outstanding like record and they obviously go to win the cup, right? Mm -hmm. Phoenix Copley of the LA Kings came in, Mr. North Pole himself came in and because the Kings had signed um, Cal, Cal, Clutterbuck, Cal Peterson, Peterson. And um, I don't know why I was thinking. <laughs> is there even a Cal Clutterbuck? This isn't, we're a Clutterbuck. Is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought there so. There's, um, they signed Cal and he didn't do very well. Like he was bad. Quick is bad. 
And so Copley came up and he's crushing it. Like he's like the number one right now. And I was talking again, I'm going to say his name again, this episode, and he's probably going to start freaking out again. Mikey, the in arena host from the LA Kings. I was talking to him. I said, Cal is incredible. Sorry, not Phoenix is incredible. It would be cool if he had the same kind of like breakout season as Bennington did, because they have a lot of the similarities where like, I mean, Phoenix is more composed. I will say that he doesn't have scare tactics. He's just like a solid guy. But this past weekend, they played the Anaheim Ducks and he was going to go fight John Gibson. Yeah. Goalie fights. This close to a goalie fight. And I wish it had happened. Our girl Alma was there at the game. I'm super jealous. But yeah, how much did you want there to be a goalie fight? I wanted there to be a goalie fight. Yeah. I mean, I was eating dinner. I was at a restaurant and I was in, engaged yeah. in a very uh, intense conversation because I had a terrible week and I had a mm-hmm. terrible day and I was so angry and I just needed a vent. And so I was venting to my friend and I'm like looking in like the reflection of the the glass because the TV is over by the bar and I'm like doing one of these things. I'm like trying to pay attention to her because now she's venting to me and I'm like, there's stuff going on. You need to stop. <laughs> Welcome to dinners with me. Mm-hmm. Especially, also, I'm very irritated because we ordered an espresso martini and it was basically just Bailey's in a martini glass, and that was annoying. That's not an espresso martini. No, that's and, a light that espresso so martini with the with the Bailey's. There's like a dark yeah. and a light. Well, it was definitely like Bailey's and Kahlua mixed together. But we asked the guy, we're like, do you have espresso martinis? Because we had like already finished like our appetizers and like we just ate appetizers. And he goes, oh, yeah, we got good ones. And then he walks over and he puts it down. And me and my friend Kelly were like, those are very light. It was like ice cream. Yeah. It was not fun. Sometimes, and then we went to Trader Joe's. <laughs> of course. Because yes. that's what you do when you have a bad day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> have another bad drink that doesn't taste good. You didn't mm-hmm. get a goalie fight. But hopefully Trader Joe's had in stock all the things that you like. Did they tra- did. Okay, good. Trader Joe's did not let me down. I let Trader Joe's down because my computer, my phone said they closed at 10, but they closed at nine. We got there five minutes before nine. And then we were dilly dallying around. The- <laughs> Sorry, Trader Joe's employees. You had a I didn't rough do that on purpose. I did. Yeah. Fair. It sounds like mm-hmm. it. It's okay. Why we're, was we're there? Fine. Wait, why was there almost a goalie fight? I did not have time to look up this scenario. Well, I was talking to my dad. My dad watched the game because I was like trying to like go back. But again, been a rough week been very busy he said that a ducks player came in to take a shot and then i believe copley gloved it and then the ducks player swatted at it Mm. and he didn't like that and then i think that they it was just like a lot of dirty play i mean the kings were smacking the ducks the ducks were very irritated and then i think at that point it was going to be a fight because like goalies usually don't fight like not forwards or anything like that so i think he was just like because everybody else i think was getting into like they were they were getting into a fight so i think copley was just going to try to go for for gibson uh i probably should have done my research because i but i didn't know we were going to talk about this so it's fine um okay but then copley was ejected from the game quick came in and and the ducks ended up scoring like two goals on him but the the king's still won so that's all that matters and copley is amazing yeah big copley fans this is exciting for for you guys. You need him. I mean, if Quickie's yeah. not 
you know, feeling up to it. And you guys are definitely in uh, the, the, the running for a playoff spot, either wild card or not. I mean, though, you, those three teams are going up and down mm-hmm. in the Pacific, you know, every night it's like switching who's in the lead, um, who's in first. So that's yeah. exciting for you. Yeah. I mean, quick was in goal last night, which was Saturday night. We played the coyotes. It was five to one in the first period. Kings. Okay. Kings five to one in the first period. It went into overtime because the Coyotes came back. It it can happen, everybody. I I I'm firm believer that you know multi goal games can come back, but it just is like how how does that happen? <laughs> it happens. We got some amazing saves. However, it was just too too washy. I mean, it happens because I saw Arizona play and they finally got that glue in that team where they're hitting they the stride and like yeah. they beat the Preds and the Preds needed to win that game if they wanted to try to make it in the wild card race because they're in the yeah. same uh, that's division game. It's super important. And, and Preds are buzzing too. Well, they so weren't that, that night. They weren't that night, but they've been buzzing and yeah. And the coyotes, they surprise you. They really yeah. do. Yeah, they've found they found their little their like I said, their glue. They found it. They're working their their kinks out. I mean, the Blackhawks are in the bottom of that of the central division, which no one is surprised by. And I think at this point they're just hoping for a draft pick because it's a dumpster fire there. But anyway, we don't yeah. need to talk Connor about Bedard, that. probably coming to the, the Hawks then the future of the Chicago Blackhawks that would be wonderful I mean that would be sick actually that would be great I mean Kane and Taze are obviously not going to be there I don't think and if they are they're going to just be there to help Bedard along the way but anyway uh those are thoughts that I cannot rest my hat on <laughs> I cannot I just can't even get my hopes up about that nonsense did you see that the Bruins did a sibling trip I did. That was so cool. I don't know. I feel like maybe I've seen that before. And I don't know if it was at the Bruins or maybe like pre-COVID era, there was a team or two who did a, a siblings trip maybe once. I, didn't they do like a mentors trip? Well, they do like dads and mentors, but then yeah, like, cause you know, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know, to my memory, if I've seen a sibling trip. And I thought that was so awesome and so fun because, like, they had brothers and sisters were allowed to go. Yeah. Burgie's brother. If you think Burgie is good looking, hunk of the week, Bergeron's brother. Hello. Like, I couldn't believe it. My jaw dropped. I was like forget bird how do i meet your brother where does he live <laughs> get me a Ugh. meeting with this guy like next time i see bergeron i'm gonna be like hey so um your brother what's his status uh does he like strong independent women who like hockey uh and country music and watercolor painting and her dog because i know somebody who does <laughs> you're looking at her <laughs> and she can mow a lawn oh that's good you gotta one up on a lot of people with that <laughs> listen a couple years ago that wouldn't have been the story but anyway um love you can you you can hammer in a nail 
Do you know I know how to use the snowblower. I can use you a know saw. How to do everything. I can fix a fence. I can. I I know a th- few things a man ought to know. Oh. Hmm. Shout out to our girl Amy. <laughs> there she goes. I can hitch a trailer to a. I can hitch a trailer to a two-inch hitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can shoot you? a shotgun, and I can catch a fish. Same and same. There you go. What more do you want? I just don't like touching the fish. (laughs) Eh, That part doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. What else? Anything else? Oh, Um, okay. Oh, did you have something? No, probably not. Okay. So (laughs) trade deadline is approaching March 3rd. Mm -hmm. We've still got, oh, wait, what day of the week is that going to be? Oh no, that's next week. I'm like two weeks ahead of myself in my brain. Forgive me. Um, a couple other big names aside from Kane and Taze that I thought were worth mentioning that are, you know, UFAs or people who can move their trade clause, et cetera, et cetera. Tyler Bertuzzi, Detroit mm-hmm. of the Detroit Red Wings, hot ticket. Uh, Brock Bozer of the Canucks. Um, mm-hmm. He might be moving. Nick Bonino of the Sharks. Obviously, Max Domi is up there. He's been UFA and moved around so much in the last few seasons. I have no clue what's going to happen there. Um, Lars Eller with the Washington Capitals. Timo Meyer of the San Jose Sharks is a pending UFA. Mm-hmm. That would be big if he landed somewhere like, yeah. I don't know. Do you think he would go to the Kings? Do the Kings have room for him? That could be huge no, I, for the Kings. I heard some chitter chatter about him going to the Devils. Oh, that would mm. be a good move. That would be a good move for him. Yeah. Uh, James Van Re- Van Reemstick. Yes, I said that right. Is Van Reemstick? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Dick and it was also Dyke. Brock. Brock Brock Besser, but we won't go there either because did I say Brock things, Nelson? No, you said Brock Bozer. It's not Bozer. It's, no, it's Besser because that. But we talk about this all the time. We know what the names are, but then when you read them, it comes out different. Yeah. All right. It's fine. So it's fine. I'm, I'm here all day. Listen, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not here all day either. <laughs> listen, folks, you don't come here for the proper pronunciations and stats mm-hmm. or research. You come here for the entertainment. Just in Trader Joe's with me. <laughs> Justin Braun, maybe. How do you say Jacob's yeah. name with the Yotes? Chichurin? Chikrin. Thank you. Matt Jacob Dumba. Chikrin. Matt Dumba. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised um, that he's been healthy scratched. He's pending UFA. I don't know why the Wild would want to get rid of him. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but I, I mean, uh, Vladislav Gavrikov. I could say that name, but the one that should yeah. be Bozer, I can't say, uh, of the Blue Jackets. <laughs> he, he's he been out for, tr- give me a European name and I can say it no problem. Give me a regular old name and forget it. Oh, my. Bozer sounds better. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Besser? Besser. Brock That's, Besser. No. Okay. This I'm one. Probably, watch. I'm saying it wrong now. I just look like an idiot. <laughs> no. This one I don't know, and I'm gonna give it a stab. Shane Gossesphere. 
damn it, you beat me to it. Gossip Spear, he's <laughs> of the coyotes. Eric Carlson, another shark. Sharks yeah. have a lot of people they can lose. The Blackhawks have a lot of people they can lose. The Canucks, Luke Shen. Um, and the Canucks already lost Bo Horvat. Uh, John Klingberg of the Anaheim Ducks is available. John Gibson of the Anaheim Ducks is available. James Reimer, or is it Reimer of the Sharks? I think it's Reimer. Semyon Varlamov. See? I got no problem. See, you're good with that. I got can't no say pro- that. <laughs> problem with Varlamov. Uh, it's because your last name is a freaking nightmare. I don't know. Why, it's I a know. Wi-Fi password. You are a Wi-Fi password. <laughs> but I can say your last name just because I'm used to it. But um, Of the Islanders and Karel Vejmelka. Vejmelka of the Yotes who played the night I was in Nashville. He, he was, he was pretty stellar. Um, he'd be ashamed to let him go, but those are just, um, some of the names that the NHL has to keep on your radar. So we'll, we'll see how the week goes and we'll see what happens. And then obviously I'll have a lot to say, um, after the trade deadline. So stay tuned for that. Anything else before I go into my night at Bridgestone? Um, I don't think so. Are we ready for it? Anything else before you need to go into Bridgestone? No. Okay. Have you shopped at Pure Hockey? They are America's largest hockey retailer with dozens of stores and the option to shop online. If you or any of your kids play hockey, Pure Hockey is the place to find just about all of your equipment, skates, sticks, gear, bags, jerseys, and accessories. Plus, Pure Hockey is one of our affiliate partners. Next time you break your hockey stick or your kid grows out of his skates, why not check out purehockey.com? While you are looking for hockey equipment, you can also browse around for merchandise from your favorite NHL team, you know who Breezy's and mine are, and make gift giving even easier for your hockey-loving friends and family. And do us a favor, use our special link for purehockey.com when you browse the site and make a purchase because we'll receive a small commission, which helps me and Breezy create this podcast. Head to the episode's show notes for the special direct link to shop at purehockey.com. Breezy sent me to Martin's Barbecue, which is just a couple blocks away from Bridgestone for my pregame meal. All right, Nashville people, watch out. But Martin's Barbecue is my favorite barbecue now in, in, in all the land. Success. It was so good. So, so good. And the smell when you walk in to that air, to that, oh my God. The balance of flavors with like the barbecue and the sauce are paired mm-hmm. perfectly. And like yeah. I had the pork at the pulled pork plate um, so with the corn cake, which is a pancake, which I had never had before. And it was amazing. And it wasn't sweet. It was more like bitter and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Not bitter, like yucky, but it was like whatever the opposite of sweet is. Savory. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And then I had to be a little healthy. So I had the broccoli salad and which looked good. It was actually really good. It had like cranberry and walnuts in it. It was like the perfect little sweet balance to all that. 
Mm -hmm. It was not, it was perfect barbecue, or at least what I like as barbecue. It wasn't drenched in sauce. It wasn't overloaded in like juices. It had the perfect amount of juiciness to like the balance of the vinegar and the sauce that goes with the pork. The the guy taking care of Mm. me was like, this goes really well with the pork. Don't put this on it. Amazing meal. So I scarfed that down because I did not have a lot of time. You had the the Jack's Creek barbecue sauce, right? The main one. The main one, Jack's Creek. Yeah. Because there's also Sweet Dixie, which is really good. I did have a little side of the Sweet Dixie, which was good. It was the perfect balance. Devil's nectar's real hot. I said and no then to the that. Alabama white goes better with the chicken. Perfect. So I did it perfect then. Yes, you did. It was amazing. Thank you. Good. I'm so glad I Welcome. finally went there. Um, I have had Adley's barbecue, which is good. It's just different. It's they it's put different. Bell peppers and everything. Green bell peppers and everything. Who puts green bell peppers in their cornbread? I don't know, but their cornbread is good. Their it's cornbread different, is good though. But it's different. Yeah. yeah. Everybody does their barbecue a little bit different, but I really it's liked good. Martin's. Yeah. Martin's so is thank my you. spot. You're yeah. welcome. I'm so glad you made it because yeah. then you text me. I was working and I was like, I was doing stuff and I got the text that came through because like I was paying real close attention to your text just in case you <laughs> needed help. And you said, and my mouth just started watering and like I could smell Martin's like in my sinuses. I was like, I have to be here right now. <laughs> It was amazing. So thank you. You're welcome. Breezy's barbecue recommendations are not to be taken lightly. They're meant to be taken very seriously for all of you who are interested in that kind of food. Made it into the arena for Warmies. Thank God. Made it in. Went got right down. Thank you. (laughs) Right down on the glass. A number one mission. Get good video or pictures of Roman Yossi. I gotta tell you. That was a challenge. He would not stop on that side of the glass. He wouldn't stand on the side. He was always going in the middle. He would loop around, but he wouldn't stop in front of me. He didn't stop in front of me. So it was a struggle, but all I was trying to do was get a nice shot of Roman Yossi for Breezy. And I got a decent one. And then some other guy skated in the way. And I was like, this this bum. (laughs) Who is this guy? Get out of here. Get out of my way. Um, let's see. We have to talk about warmies because as I was there, I did not make a sign because this isn't my team and I don't really want Mm -hmm. a puck from any of them. I mean, in hindsight, I probably should have to try to get you a puck from Yossi, but it's okay. It's okay. okay. We didn't do that, but I was there and there was a young lady in front of me and behind me who mm-hmm. both wanted pucks from Fabro. Fabro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the girl in front of me on the glass, Wormies are ending. He sees their, her sign, throws the girl in front of me a puck. He then sees the girl behind me with the sign. And he's like, points, lobs the puck over. And wouldn't you know it? The girl paying no damn attention standing to the left of me reaches her hand up and takes the puck that belongs to the girl behind me. And I'm like, oh no, this is not happening. Turn to her and I tap her on the shoulder and I go, that's her puck. And she's like, 
I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. She like panicked and I forgot like, oh shoot, I'm in the South. Like this girl's like real nice and is like freaking out. Mm. And she's like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. And then they're like, he's getting another puck. He's getting another puck. It's okay. And I'm like, okay, it's okay. I just wanted to make sure that that girl got her puck because that was for her. And she's like, okay. Okay. And she's like shaking. And here I am yelling at people again. And they're probably like, what is wrong with this girl? Right. She's not even wearing Preds gear. She's just the puck police now. I mean, like, that's <laughs> that's what I do. You and everybody, everybody got their pucks and it was fine. Then there was another girl who came up and she was trying to get um, Tanner Janot's attention. And I'm oh. like, why do you, I'm like, do you know him or something? And she's like, yeah, I grew up down the street from him. I texted his dad and told him I was coming to the game and I'm trying to get his attention. I'm like, girl, you gotta get down on the glass. He ain't going to see you up here. So she got down to the glass and he was standing literally right in front of her. Cause I was on the, on the player's bench side. He -hmm. was standing right on the bench. She was right in the corner. She's banging on the glass and he doesn't see her. He skates right by her. It was super funny. So I don't think she ended up getting to, to see him, but um, that was that. Also totally forgot that um, Lankanen is on your team. Now the Preds uh, have the former Chicago Blackhawks goalie. He's he, mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't have a great night, but I don't know that it was his fault. I would say your defense needs a little work, but there's yeah. that. Um, so it was super cool to see Lankanen. He's solid. He's been pretty solid. Yeah. Then yeah. um. Here's the part of the story that you don't know. So I messaged friend of the podcast, Dustin Bones Smith, who is the emergency backup goalie for the Preds and Bridgestone. And we've had Uh him on this podcast. And I told him I was going to the game and that we should meet up. And he was like, definitely. So when I got to the arena, I messaged him. I was like, hey, I'm here. Um, I'm at, you know, where should we meet during the first intermission? And he messages me back and he's like, oh, I'm up walking on the concourse. Where are you? And I told him where I was. And it was like 10 minutes before the game started. And I needed to make sure I was in my seats and like be ready for my first game at Bridgestone. So he's like, he doesn't message. He doesn't message. I'm refreshing. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm looking. I'm looking all around. I'm. I, I don't see him. And I am. I like. I gotta go. I gotta get to my seat for the start of the game. So I yeah. haul ass. I don't know where I'm going because I don't know where anything is in this arena. I've never been there. I get to my seats. I sit down. I'm like, okay, I can breathe. I check my messages. He's like, you looked right at me and walked past me, and I'm like. No, I didn't. What do you mean I looked right at you? Why didn't you yell and stop me? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah. I was in the grilled cheese line and you looked right at me and you walked right past me. And I was like, why didn't you say anything? He's like, you were on a mission. I could tell you were on a mission. I'm like, yeah, I had never been here before. I needed to get to my seats to see like the whole experience. And he's like, oh, okay. So we ended up meeting up at the first intermission. And we got to talk and he does laps around the concourse during the intermission. So he made me and his buddy walk with him and talk all around the (laughs) concourse. And then there was an empty seat next to him. So I ended up self upgrading and sitting with him in the corner. Um, I forget where we were. We were on the complete opposite of 303, but they sit down on the first first level. Um, He sits Mm -hmm. like in the section where uh, the wives or girlfriends or family or like special seats are for for them um had a blast 
Bones is awesome. He is so great. He's so nice. <laughs> we chatted, we laughed, we talked hockey, we talked life and travel, um, and just had a, had a great time spending the rest of the game with them. But before all of that, my original seats were in cell block 303. Yeah. Which is apparently what it's called, where all the fans That's sit. what it is. Yes. Breezy, tell everybody what I specifically said to you when I asked you where I should sit. Well, she asked me where she should sit. And I said, I thought it was 333. That was the cell block. That's my bad. And she says, well, I'm in 303. Well, I think 303 seats are hard to come by, if I remember correctly. Probably not. I don't know. I don't go to Preds games that often, people. I don't even live there. And she, I, when I saw what I said, I said, oh, 333 is, I think, the cell block 333. That's where all the chants come from. And she goes, oh, no, I can't sit there. I can't be a part of all of these chants. That's that's a little too loud. I'm not even that. I'm not even a fan. I just want to be there. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, okay. Well, they do get loud. Mm-hmm. And sure mm-hmm. enough, where do I end up? Right in the middle of the flipping fan section. I sit down. The puck drops at the start of the game. This four-year-old behind me starts a chant, starts chanting whatever the hell you guys chant at the beginning of the game. I don't know. It's like, I'm like, oh, I jumped in my seat. I was like, not prepared for that. Um, And I guess, uh, I mean, it was fine, but it was like kind of a lot and not really how I am as a fan or how I want to experience a game. So it was just a little bit different. Um, and there was a lot of chanting. They chant, you suck a bunch. What's the mm-hmm. thing they chant when the Preds score to the other team? You suck. Is that one of them? Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, they do the count. Maybe have another, then they like taunt the goalie. Yeah. They taunt the goalie. They have all these different chants that I was like trying to pay attention to, but I'm also trying to watch the game and like, it was a lot. It was a very cool experience. I'm glad I got to experience it for one period of the game. But then because the yeah. Preds were not playing well, there was not a whole lot of chanting coming from that section. Uh, yeah. But there is a great fan experience there. I mean, the fans yeah. are all decked out in Preds jerseys and Preds gear. They love to chant. They love to engage. There's concerts that go on there. There was like some country music person playing in one of the intermissions and um, DJ is on point there. The music was great. Um, That giant saber tooth tiger thing. First of all, I have to admit something that's a little embarrassing, but maybe not. I thought that was a predator. Like that was like a made up sort of animal to represent oh, a predator. Got it. But that, that is sense. not what it is. It is it, a saber tooth tiger. It's a saber tooth tiger, but the, but it's okay. It's okay. You learn something. Look, I'm learning. You do. If I didn't go, learning. if I didn't do these things, I wouldn't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I don't know it's everything fine. about every team. Oh, no. I don't even know anything about my teams. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, learned something new there. Then it was P.K. Subban night. The team was honoring P.K. Subban. And basically, they it was kind of not too honorific, in my opinion. But 
I don't know. I don't know what it should have been, but he, they played a little video, you know, a nice montage video of him and all the charity work he's done in Nashville and his, Mm -hmm. his organization and they, and what he does with the local um, police and youth. And they came out onto the ice. He got a round of applause and then he dropped the puck. And then that was it. Like, that was it. It's like, oh, okay. Mm, All right. I mean, then they like had a little flyer that they handed out, which I did not keep. And because the little kid behind me wanted it and I was not about to argue with a four-year-old and I'm in the fan section, that is not the place to start a kerfuffle. So I just said, here you go. There you go. Here quietly. (laughs) That was that. What else? That's it. Got That's to it. hang, got to hang out with Bones and Bones. yeah. I, well, I'm glad that you just weren't like glued to your seat and that you yeah you walked around and you got to experience Bridgestone. Um, did you go into the team store at all? <clears throat> Excuse me, no, I did not. But I saw it; it was insane, insane. The and huge then, store, huge store, and then they they upgraded. They have like a lot of like new food. Did you see a lot of the the food there? Yeah, they had a lot of different food stands. And that's part of Bones' pregame. He has to get a grilled cheese. That's like his routine. Maybe I'm not supposed to be sharing this, Dustin, but I don't think, I don't know if you're listening to the episode. Maybe you are, but he he gets his pregame grilled cheese. Pregame grilled cheese. Is what he does. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. I saw a king's jersey there the kings weren't playing everybody kings are not playing one king's jersey one red wings jersey and i was shocked all game and all the laps we were doing i did not see a single blackhawk jersey and i thought well this is odd something is amiss here and then sure enough as we're getting yeah, ready to leave, I saw one taser was wearing a taser jersey. And I was like, there we go. There's always a Blackhawks jersey. But again, always. we should not be wearing those when our teams are not playing. Those are the rules. No. Okay. Um, someone was wearing an Oilers jersey at the Kings game last night, right behind the Kings bench. Why? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> G- girl, bro, whatever. Was, they, I bro. I think it was a girl. Yeah. Still, bro. What are you doing, brah? It's not what you do. It's not what it's not what we do. That's not what we think most fans should do. So there you go. There you go. So that's that's what I got. That was the experience. Positive one. Um, Again, it's a little different when you're a guest in an arena and you're you're not watching one of your teams. Like you're not the away team. Like, obviously I'm not a Preds or Yotes fan. So Mm -hmm. I get to have a more like neutral experience and I don't really get a lot of interaction from people because I'm not wearing an away team Jersey um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, home team Jersey. So the experience is a little more, what is it? Subjective? Objective. Yeah. I always mix those up. I think maybe objective. And yeah. 
so it, it gives me a different experience and the arena is beautiful. Everything. It was a great experience. And I mean, I would go again. It, it was a, it was a great time. Good location like, right on Broadway. Oh yeah. Right there, right by Martin's barbecue. You can head out and get some live music after if you want, or go get some food, all the different, you know, bars, they close down Broadway after the game. So you can walk in the middle of the street and there's, you know, no traffic and it's safe and had a great time. Good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. Yes. It was the perfect Nashville trip. I got to work and I got to buy a cowboy hat. So now I have boots from Nashville and I have a, 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 what's the word? Official. I have official nice leather cowboy boots and I have an official cowboy hat. I got to go to the Preds game. I've eaten at all the barbecue places there. I've been out on Broadway. The only thing I haven't done is go to a show at the Opry. Yeah. I've been we'll to, to change the that. listening rooms. I've been to Bluebird. I've been to the listening room, I think is the name of the other place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just got one more thing I got to do there. Well, you have a lot more things you got to do there, but definitely the Opry. What else? I mean, not like downtown, like you've done all the downtown stuff, but the outside stuff is where the cool stuff is. I guess like whiskey tour, but I don't drink anymore. It's so sad. I miss my window. I miss your window, but it's okay. You don't do wine anymore either too, huh? Mm -mm. No, but my favorite things to do out there are um, like the Civil War stuff. Mm, I'm good. Which you would like. I'm not a so like I'm not like a war fan, but I feel like you would like it's super interesting and just like yeah. the layouts, like the vast land, like you just have like green grass and then the nice trees and the houses. The houses are the coolest part, but I mean, yeah. really, the only thing I'm missing is a trip to Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher's ranch. True, maybe a Titans game. Oh yeah, I've never that been be to fun. a Titans game. Or like an official concert at like... I went to a concert at Bridgestone. Have you? Yeah, I saw Keith Urban and Kelsey Ballerini. I think that was before we did the show. That was a while ago. That was a long time ago. Kelsey opened for Keith Urban. Okay, that was a very long time ago. Yeah. So I Kelsey just crushed it this week when she dropped that... And she dropped that like six song, six chapter EP. I'm obsessed with that. I've never been married. Um, But I'm like, this is the best thing ever. That short film was incredible. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched the whole thing yet. Um, I love her so much. She's awesome. Oh, we didn't do Hunk of the Week. Sorry, I just yelled. (laughs) Well, you nominated um, Patrice Bergeron's brother. brother. Whose name I don't know. Whose name you don't know. Uh, I'm going to go Ryan O'Reilly because he was just, he just has such a great smile. I think that's what I'm going to do this week. Just Ryan O'Reilly. The man is like one of the nicest guys. He is so nice. Genuinely. Yeah. Because you've met him. Yeah. He is so nice. So happy. So kind. Just one of like, one of the great ones. Like one of the really there was a behind the scenes with him and they're like taking like his like new like picture wearing his jersey and he's sitting there and they're like are you, do you want to smile or no he goes yeah yeah, I'll smile <laughs> yeah he's like 
happy as can be answers every question just the most canadian you can get you know yeah okay those are the hunks of the week okay time to guess what the what the secret word of this episode was you reveal it breezy glue (laughs) where did you why why glue i don't know it just popped in my head i'm yelling again next week i'm gonna pick next week i'll pick (laughs) i'm sorry i'm yelling i'm yelling again that's fine i'm just excited i'm really excited you just love glue (laughs) i don't know did you eat glue when you're like in elementary school or something well everybody tried it because it was safe to eat it like elmer's glue is safe to eat it is it's like just water and something else i'm sure i did but i had more fun putting it like on my fingers and letting it dry and then peeling it off yeah big blue fan over there (laughs) start spreading more rumors about what a mess i am (laughs) how are we how are we ever going to get invited to do anything with the nhl i don't know it's not gonna happen oh i have one bone to pick shockingly but it doesn't have to do with it doesn't have to do with hockey but it does have to do with women broadcasters okay so the super bowl obviously happened and um aaron andrews and carissa thompson are both Mm -hmm. um broadcasters in the nfl they both work with fox and they are friends in real life they share the same birthday and they also have a podcast called the calm down podcast which i feel like we are the NHL version of, and we did it before they did. And I feel like they copied all, us and our ideas, but that I digress. But aside from that, I'm a big supporter of women in broadcasting. They finally, the network finally gave those two women a segment to do together ever in history. It's the first time they've done a segment on national television together. And do you know what they made them talk about? What? Fucking fashion. fashion clothes clothes I was like this is the most backward chauvinistic screwed up thing these women can talk about anything they know they're they know players they do sit down interviews with these this is the segment you give them in the middle of the Super Bowl is talking about the players outfits walking into the arena if I would have thrown a shit fit, if that was me. Yeah. But like I, Breezy and I are not talking about clothes. We don't know about clothes. We are not fashionistas. We, that is not what we do. I'm wearing a Morgan Wallen shirt. I'm wearing a Wrangler shirt for Christ's sake. <laughs> We're not talking about fashion. Oh man. Unless I, it, it comes to Austin Matthews buckets. Don't get, don't, don't. <laughs> get me started on that i just know where to poke the bear and it's really funny sometimes Uh, it is but (laughs) i was really disappointed like yes i believe in like feminism to a degree right and like all those things and it just was such the missed mark for those two women who are funny as hell who have such great chemistry and you just have them talking about fashion yeah i was so disappointed yeah do you hear what i'm saying am i like i do it's just that, that... that's disappointing but i will say i'll piggyback off of this super bowl talk the viral 
Colorado Avalanche video of the mascot with redoing the Rihanna dance <laughs> is so funny. So great. Yeah. That's all I had to say about that. It's See, there's, there's some social media teams. You guys are doing great. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. That's I'm off the box, but that was just. You went all episode without being mad. And then all of a sudden now you're mad. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. But I'm still in a good mood. But you're passionate. You're passionate about it. It's just like, come on. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.